The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, intention. Monday night, a woman told a story about how some time back she had decided to apologize to an old boyfriend for her behavior. I don't know what the behavior was, but... So, she contacted him and apologized. And... It was not a good outcome. (laughs) And as she was telling this, she was saying, it looked good, my intention looked good on the outside. Seemed really a nice thing to do, to call and apologize to someone. But she said, I knew underneath, I just had this feeling there was something else going on there was something more to it but I did it anyway and then she experienced the fruits of her karma the fruits of her action and the man took it as a signal that it was okay to make contact with her and started calling her And it caused great disruption in his marriage. And as she was telling this story, she was feeling very badly for having done it. It was quite honest of her to tell us. And it started me thinking about intention and how how we can have conflicting intentions. We can have several intentions. We can have superficial intentions. And we can have much deeper intentions. And it can be very, very skillful, very useful to pay attention to our intentions. As this woman was suggesting, she did not. There was a superficial intention, and maybe there was more to it, but, you know, to be nice and apologize. But she refused to look at what another layer of intention might have been. And had she seen that, she may not have done what she did. So the Buddha suggested that uh, intention was very important. In fact, more important than what we actually do or say or think. And that can be quite surprising. Why would he say that? Because our action, our speech, our thinking follows from our intention. So this is why it behooves us to be aware of what our intentions are. Some intentions are quite 
quite subtle, maybe quite harmless, minimal, such as moving when we're sitting. But it can be a good practice to pay attention to that urge. Sometimes intention is just an urge. It's not always a thought. It's not always in words. Because if we don't pay attention, then we find ourselves moving without having made that choice. If we pay attention, then we experience the urge to move and we have a choice. We can move or not. Of course, many intentions in our lives are much bigger and much more important. And these can be intentions that arise or intentions that we actually set, that we consciously um, set an intention. It's very valuable to stay in touch with our intentions because it's so easy. I would say probably most of us in spiritual practice have very deep, very wholesome, skillful intentions. But the best of us can get distracted by life. Life can be a great distractor and there are many, many hindrances, many, many things to distract us. And those really pure, deep intentions may not get met because we're so busy with all the other distractions of life. You know, there's, there's so much taking care of in life, right? We have to take care of these bodies. We have to take care of our cars. We have to take care of our homes, etc., etc. We can get caught up with all those things, which might be valuable, but we can be so busy with them that our deeper intention to be of service, perhaps, we never get to, <laughs> because there are too many other things that keep us from it. And so it can be quite helpful to remind ourselves from time to time to reflect on what is our deepest intention and make sure we align our actions, our everyday actions, with that deeper purpose, that deeper intention. Sometimes we have conflicting intentions. We may have a very good intention, an intention to let go of an unskillful habit, something we eat or drink or do. But there's a competing intention, maybe to be comfortable. And if we're not paying attention, then that competing intention might win out. And so we end up doing what's comfortable rather than what we had originally intended to be 
more skillful. We can have many intentions. I found for myself, as, as I was suggesting that we reflect on what our intention is for sitting today, I found there were several intentions. And fortunately, they were not competing. <laughs> they were, you know, there were just several that were all being met by my practice here today. We, probably most of us, have the intention to be mindful. We practice sitting, we practice formal meditation, so that we can bring our mindfulness into our everyday lives. But sometimes we forget. There's a Sufi story you probably all know. I repeat it often about the man that was, as he was leaving his house in the morning, as he's closing the door, says, I'm going to be mindful today. I'm going to be mindful in everything I do. Good intention. And he goes about his day, and he comes back home in the evening, and as he's opening the door, he says, Oh, that's right. I was going to be mindful today. And I tell that a lot because it kind of eases (laughs) our sense of dawn when we had set the intent to be mindful and then we're not. But I think it also has another lesson and that is how easy it is to get distracted from our intention I'm sure he was very serious when he set out in the morning he was going to be mindful but then he went about his day and got totally distracted and forgot probably he was mindful to some extent but he forgot that he was being mindful that he was paying attention. And so checking in with ourselves periodically, reminding ourselves of our intentions, and seeing if what we're doing is aligning with our intention. And if it's not, maybe, maybe we can let go of it. Maybe there's something more in line with our deepest intention that we could do that would be a better use of our time and that would go farther towards fulfilling that deeper intention. So giving our attention to our intention can be very, very important. Anybody want to say something? We have a minute or so. Mm -hmm. Is there 
Is there a specific uh, form of practice? Uh, so if we're watching our breath, that's sort of waiting for things to pop in and out of our awareness, but, uh, is, but then there are also concentration practices and things like that. Is there a particular practice for this? A couple things. One I, I sort of alluded to is while we're meditating, we can pay attention to our intention. Often the intention to move or the intention to scratch or what the intention to um, uh, do something different, to think about something different. So we can pay attention as those intentions arise. They're, they can be quite subtle, but if we pay attention, then we catch them. And and we see then, we learn to see intention. The other thing is, as we did today, as we begin a meditation, we can make it a point to ask ourselves, to reflect on, what is my intention for sitting? Why am I here today? Why am I doing this practice? And just as a reminder, because we can have good intentions, but if we don't remind ourselves, they might fall away and then we don't follow them. We can periodically throughout our day or throughout our week, um, sort of like a mindfulness bell, <laughs> let something remind us to check in. What is my intention or intentions? And am I aligning with them? In the uh, Sufi story and, and the other uh, things you've been saying, sort of, I get, I have this feeling that it's almost futile to set an intention. It's more, it's something you have to explore. Is that your take on it too? That, I uh, wouldn't. You really have to find out what your intentions are rather than decide that I'm going to intend something. Uh I wouldn't say it's futile. I think it can be very valuable to set an intention. It reminds me, I had a therapist many years ago that said, you set the intention and then deal with what comes up. And that was so useful. So I think it is very valuable to set an intention, uh, especially a, a wholesome, a very skillful intention. But then there are these things that can come up distractions, hindrances, competing intentions, uh, things of life that can get in the way. So we hold the intention as, as you know, our goal, what we want to do. But then we do have to work with what gets in the way, on the way to that. Or we may have to set uh, smaller intentions on the way. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I, I liked your story that the woman, uh, um, um, and, and 
where you went from that with it. I, I, I would add on to that somehow um, that the distractions, they're not actually, it's not life that's full of distractions. The distractions arise in us. There's things out there that what's arising in us are attracted to, and I think um, the practice is to, to see what is arising in us and where it takes us. We don't yes. actually just find ourselves. We, we wake up, I wake up, and find <laughs> myself in the middle of things that I have no idea how I got there, I think, that somebody, something, something out there took me there, but actually what took me there is something that arose internally that I wasn't paying attention to. Well, that's right. And, and what arises internally was probably provoked by something externally. But you're absolutely right, yes. The skillful means is to pay attention to what arises in us. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the story that this woman told reminds me of one of the steps in the anonymous programs. I think it's eight or nine, where um, the practice is to make amends for previous action, except where to do so would cause harm. And I think that's that's really important. Because like this woman, Monday, um, I can't think of a good example, but I know I have had certain intentions. But realized that to do that would create more problems or open an old wound or somehow not be skillful. And so to remember, um, like, like she said, I could have apologized within myself and never had to contact this person. Which is true, of course. It's kind of like metta, you know. She could have apologized. She could have um, recognized within herself what, what happened, what the urge was, and gone about correcting that in her life without ever having contacted this other person. So, thank you all. And probably uh, we should let Nina take